a yuan tea without a hand. Really? How does one handle that? Um, before we get back into the story, this actually, this is something I wanted to to kind of go back on. And it's just going to be a weird kind of cut scene to the past. But I, 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 want, I want to add this into it just because, like, I Please. like to know about the characters and stuff. So I would like to use this as a time to the threat was stopped and the criminals were, you know, in your own way put to justice. So I would like to know between both of your characters, how you use your authority in your towns, how you use that, you know, in which ways did you deal out your justice? Were you harsh? Where did you go to it quickly? Did you use any of your deputies to help out? You know, how did you handle when things went awry in your town? So Cravoy, let's start with you. So how, how, when you were in fear's end, like how, you know, you kind of talked about your personality a little bit, but let's talk about like how you would sheriff the town, your town. 1000% Cravoy would, would ratchet up his intensity to the necessary level to completely just quash whatever uprising or, 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 un, or um, unpleasantness was going on. Like to, to the, deg- to, to the degree of like, he probably had a good idea of, of, of trying to not go too far. Like he's not a barbarian, you know, he knows, but he was, he's aware of the fact that he can impose himself on a situation a little bit more than others and get away with it because of his size. So he does the only, but, but so a lot of things before they get out of hand are stopped, but, and, but on the other side of that slope, because people will be scared shitless probably. I mean, probably, I don't know. He, like he just did with the lay on hands thing, he's very quick once it's de-escalated to then begin like, you know, bringing together and, you know, we, we had this conflict, but we're not going to walk away from it. We're going to kind of live in it for a minute and just kind of decide together to move past it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So w- was there ever this is a what time- I want to see in the world? Shit, what have you done to me? <laughs> <laughs> so is, is it something where, have you ever had a... Do you think Cravoy's ever had a moment in his small career as being a sheriff where he's had to break the tradition of what he's done? Or has oh, he always been done it the same way? I think in the beginning, he went too far a few times. Mm-hmm. All screaming all the time. <laughs> all screaming all the time, throwing everybody in, in prison. But it was always like, the idea was the people who were causing the problem go into prison to cool off. And that was like the nuclear, like he just like grabbed heads and picked up and put in regardless of trying to like decipher the situation, I guess. Mm -hmm. And as time went on, that's what, that's what evolves was the idea that no, 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 you like, if there's two people fighting in whatever, like both of you don't go to jail. That's you, we, we, we stop this because I come in with a whip and like divine smite, like the ground beneath you. So there's, there's like this explosion. And then now we talk about it. (laughs) So like, there's probably this like, like Cravoy thinks that 
everything is cool, but everyone is still scared shitless <laughs> around him because he just like blew up a part of the town just to stop the whatever upheaval was going on or whatever disagreement was happening. Yeah. So he goes nuclear, but is very quick to pull it back once the situation's over. Yeah, it all. It I almost, said, "Talk now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it almost makes. How me, are you feeling? Tell me your feeling. Yeah, it it almost makes me think of when Bruce Banner was stuck in the Hulk, and they were both kind of you know using each other's personalities <laughs> together. It's like that, you know. It's kind of like I will destroy yeah. you, but then after that, can we talk about why you did what you did? Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah, I can yeah. further yeah, understand the what the hell's the going on. Thor and the Hulk in the Ragnarok, where they're sitting on the. You know, when they're sitting on the bed talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah, this is like a... Yeah, that's that's right. I'm in there. That's where <laughs> I'm... That, that, that's where Cravoy is, right in that little space. Very nice. All right, what about you, Selenar? Completely the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Selenar just kills everyone in the town. No, so... <laughs> You know, so when he came into town, I'm assuming there's, I don't know if we established, I'm assuming in my head canon that there's not a lot of other races. Like there's a handful of dwarves, maybe an elf passes through, there's some gnome travelers, like shit like that, but it's mostly human or no? Yeah, You know, because I'm thinking of this as a Old West kind of background, you could see it as that. So I'll let you guys de- I'll actually let you guys decide because I hadn't I hadn't normally thought of that of you know who was there and who wasn't there so I I will leave it up to you to decide what you think would how would that would shape out. Okay, I I I feel like it's more that way. Like there's there's not like a family of dragonborns that like inhabit the town right like they're not unknown like you get adventures that come through because like we're passing on our way through to like here to there but there are you know like a smattering of of other things you see half elves you see halflings you see like gnomes like more common things but then like tieflings and you know that kind of stuff they're not like hanging around so i i feel like when when selenar decided to stay with i don't say caused commotion but it was like oh you know in a small town everybody talks about everything so like it was the buzz. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Why is he here? What's going on? Oh, he's with her. Oh my God. Like, why don't And then he never leaves. Like he just fucking stays. So he becomes like part of, you know, like a fixture and he's, you know, fascinated by the machinations of people, like, especially in a small town, because it's just like, everybody knows everything that's going on. So like he, he kind of has a little bit of that because he's interested. Like it's, it's amusing to him. To, to know like all these different things. So then he just sort of used that to his advantage when he eventually became the sheriff. And, you know, he'll look at two farmers that are like squabbling about, well, your cow ate my thing. And like, you know, hiding a smirk and be like, look, you know, the cow needed to eat. It's not that big a deal. Look, you want one of my cabbage? Like you can have one of my cabbage. Like it's fine. It's not that big a deal. Like we're not killing anybody or locking anybody up. Or finding someone because like this is you guys are stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's kind of more patronizing, but he's very like even keel. You know, he doesn't he's not screaming, he's not divine smiting things, he's not you know, like I said, he doesn't walk around with the swords. He's very like we, diplomatically we can figure this out, right? Like that's that's the place that he's coming from. But he's amused by a lot of it. You know, things get silly mortals out of hand, then he'll deal with it, you know, as appropriately because he can handle himself. But typically that's not something that comes up, right? Like yeah. it's 
it, it's infrequent. And like, he's been there for generations. So like, I don't see all families, but you know, he's 500. Right. So like, you know, family members have died and like other family, you know, like the great, great grandkid of the, the, you know, the one family when he moved into the town was like, he's just always been a fixture there. Right. So it's like this stabilizing presence, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. You've seen generations of families. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's, oh. he hasn't been there for 500 years, but he's, you know, he's probably been there. For, oh, okay. Two hundred, yeah. maybe. Oh man, so maybe generations of maybe hundreds, maybe hundred, right. right? So you know, for the most part, we've talked about like these. The spot where you guys are at now hasn't seen really a lot of action, and you, as an adventurer, Ellen, are like you've seen so many things that you know this a squabble between two farmers, or you know, even at the bar, yeah, even yeah, <laughs> even somebody you know a bar fight or, you know, some kind of like something like that is peanuts to compared to what you've seen, you know, has there been anything in that period of time where you've had to kind of up your game a little bit? You're, you know, is there, you know, I know we've kind of talked about like for the most part, there wasn't anything of note, but like, was there something of note that maybe nobody else knows about because you kept it that way? Um, not to plant the seed. I'm just, that's up to you. You know, if you, if you say, you know what, just my mere presence there, you know, caused nobody to really cause any trouble, then Hey, I'm cool with that. I just wanted, I'm just, I'm curious. Uh, it depends on how dark you want to go. Cause I go to a really dark place <laughs> really quick. <laughs> well, remember I am not telling the story of Selenar. You are. So that is up to you. I enjoy dark places. You know that. So, yes. <laughs> okay, so maybe we'll do that. Um, but I, I think, I don't think his, like, I think it would be completely arrogant for the player to say, no, my guy is so cool that, like, nobody ever said, like, that's stupid, right? So, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I think, like, you know, cases of, like, murder and things like that are probably so rare as to, like, maybe that happened one time, you know, in the, 150 years that he's been there or whatever like you know shit happens right like people people got a people and you know like that stuff is dealt with but there was one time that you know with the town being as small as it is found out about some inappropriate familial relationships there was some talk about things not being appropriate he took it upon himself to investigate because that is clearly not you know people can kibitz all they want, you know, at the tavern of like, oh, you know, I heard that Tom did, you know, this thing and found out about it and took care of the problem. And Tom or whatever disappeared. Nice. So I'm going to say, and I think we've kind of talked about this before, so we're going to have to be careful with the timeline. Technically, you being in that town wasn't going to be, hasn't been very long. Because oh, okay. the queen herself is like what fifty some yearish years old, so let's just say you've been around the area for longer than that. So you've seen a lot more there. She wasn't um, younger than that. No, I think we said that she was. Oh, oh wait, she's no, Morgan is like 50. Morgan's in her fifties, and she so is in her. Be there for at least that's Flipnalia, right? Yeah, we're talking about the queen. Yeah. yeah. Because she was fairly young. So let's... Oh, gosh. How she was like 16. 
16, I think, at some point, you said, when she took the crown? Yeah. yeah when she took the crown. She's that was now it. 40. Yep. yep. Okay. Okay. So, all right. Sorry. Yeah. I just... Yeah. So my, so, my guess is that, well, so we can do two things. So, we can either say that Selenar found his way towards the West and kind of couldn't quite find his home until he found his wife, or we can say that, you know, maybe at one point you were working for Queen Flipnalia's family and maybe in a smaller capacity and then eventually hooked up with her. I, I would just, I, I think the fact that, you know, saying that you were there for, you know, 150 years or something like that, the town, the town, it's the town, the tri-towns itself aren't really that old. So maybe closer to like 80 because when he rescued Saradwin, right? So like, so if, if Morgan's 50-ish, yeah. so then he'd have to be there for, what, at least at least 50 years. Yeah. Probably a little bit longer, right? I mean, yeah. I figure maybe like 60. So maybe like 60. Okay. Okay. So let's get back to the story here. So now you've healed this Yanti who has passed out, missing a hand, still sitting in the snow. Cravoy's water skin is gone, but luckily you have still have one there i will say just as a character knowledge thing because you guys have gone out and when you went off on this adventure you were you know it was really hot and you're really thirsty now that you're in this environment where it's cold it's not a like thick wet snow like when you go to pick it up it feels like it's 50 pounds it is a dry very chill to the bone kind of cold when you go to lick your lips, you feel that nothing is, n- the saliva isn't coming up. It feels like you're really having troubles with that. So you kind of in the back of your mind think, you know, we have to make sure that that we're still hydrated, even in this climate. Yes. I have, in, in case it comes up, in case it com- might come into play here, I, I have, as a racial trait, mountain born. I don't suffer penalties for being in high altitudes or cold climates. Nice. So I don't know to what extent this is like a magical or if this is an actual cold climate that that would apply to. Okay. So I will say this just as a player knowledge. If you, I will say that if you don't at least drink like, I don't know what a good amount is for anybody, like a pint of water. I, I don't fucking know. I anyway, like it. Yeah. 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 A pint is good. Yeah, exactly. I'll- or of let's just say any kind of fluid that's not, that doesn't dry you out in mm, uh, within, within out. <laughs> yeah, within 24 hours, you might suffer a penalty. Cool. But as far as like Cravoy goes, maybe we have you roll with advantage and we'll see what happens. I like it. Okay. Just because um, actually, you know what? I will have you, I will have you both roll perception for me. All right. John, I don't know if I told you this, but you get plus two to all uh, saving throws when you're within 10 feet of me. Oh, nice. Oh, I got a two, oh, so that's a Daddy Twenta. Oh, very nice. nice. Okay. So, Cravoy, as you're seeing the scenery, it seems obvious, but it kind of sneaks into the back of your head that, you know, and you've ta- you talked about this as soon as you hit inside the dome. None of this seems natural. The thirst on your lips, the green in the snow, the flecks in the Yanti's eyes. Like, something is going on here, and it's not natural. 
you might think it's a magical in nature, but you okay. don't know where the magic is coming from. Wooden. This is, this is not. This is not right. Magical in nature. I'm sure you probably, you probably already realized this. What do we do with this Yuan-Ti? Oh, uh, let me let, let me go ahead and just take that bandana off. And he takes the bandana off. Okay. As you take the bandana off, you realize that the throat of the Yanti looks like it's been torn out by like ah, just because I can't I can't think of the equivalent to a D and D, but like like if a tiger were to claw a throat out and replaced with it is some kind of beast, <laughs> and when, in replacement of it is some kind of machinery, and that's oh. where the that's where the voice comes from. This, oh God, Selenar, this is crazy. <laughs> Look at this shit. This is uh, definitely not natural. Uh, would, would an Arcana check reveal anything? I mean, not necessarily about the voice box. I mean, that to me would be more of like a, uh, what the fuck do you call those things? It starts with an A. Alchemist? You know what I'm trying to say. Artificer, artificer. Something, something along those lines, yeah. Yeah. With green snow and the dome and the thing, like we already know it's not natural. It's probably magical in nature. So it's probably not helpful, right? Like yeah. I want to go through his pockets if he has any on his coat and see if he's got a map, if he's got a note, if he's got like any useful, like they need information. Okay. So you go through its armor, its pockets of its armor. That's pretty much the only thing that you could go through. And the one thing that you find is a little slip of parchment. And it has these words. The mind would be cleaned of any negative thoughts and fed of love, compassion, brain power. The body would be cleaned of any toxins and fed with nutrients, trained with power and fluidity. And I put an and and there's nothing else. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh... <laughs> Oh, okay. I forgot something else. So I'm going to have to do this on the fly. And the soul would be cleansed with any wrongdoing, replaced with love and kindness. So, so he reads that out to Cravoy. Does this make any sense to you? I've never heard anything like that, but I mean, it, it uh, sounds it sounds nice. It sounds it sounds nice, right? Uh, yes, unless they are doing this against people's will. Like he gestures down to the snake, ripping out well, I mean, voice boxes. Sure, but you want to you want to are typically aren't good, right? Uh, normally, they are chaotic evil. Well, it depends on how you feel. You want to should be dealt with normally. Before you start talking, John, I had just to go back when you guys had your perception check on the auntie. It actually looked like they weren't there for any malice. Because that's yeah, why I, I yeah, 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 yeah. just want to make sure you guys yep. remember that. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, they did not attack us per se. Perhaps they've been trapped here and didn't come willingly as we have. But still, uh, they should have asked, answered questions. And he reaches down and he starts to smack the, not smack him, but like, you know, tap the, the yonti in the face, try to wake him up. Nice. I agree. Maybe let it. How heavy is this? This is probably too heavy to carry. 
Um, probably I mean, I count as a size yeah, larger for the purpose of carrying capacity. <laughs> well, let's just <laughs> let let's I just carry some shit. Yeah, let's just say if you want to pick him up, I will let you pick him up. How far you take him, I don't know. Ooh, could I fashion out of sticks and shit some sort of wain to drag him upon in the snow? I think because or her, excuse me, her in the snow. I think the actually I think this was still a him. I think the him. the her was the one that got smacked with the flat of the blade and she got away. Ah. I'm gonna say because of how thick the snow is, you unless you want to roll like a whatever search would be, you could try to find stuff, but it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard in the snow. Um well unless Selenar has something Cravoy would start to look for stuff unless Selenar stops him and has some a better idea. Well, so I was just going to ask, and you know, just looking around the landscape, are there any trees, or like, is it like mid, like Midwest, like by me, like it's fucking cactuses and shit in the snow, or are there well, like <clears throat> trees and bushes and yeah? So even though it looks like a old West style town, there besides the buildings and the snow, and then like the spots where you would tie up a horse. There is no other shrubbery or anything like that in sight. Okay. Right. Or trees. Sense. Right. It's a construct and they made the dome and like here's the town and all right. guys doing all this crazy shit. Okay. I wouldn't still wouldn't want to leave leave him here. That no, perhaps we can uh, bring him along if he's not apt to wake up and he <clears throat> slaps him a little bit more. Yeah, we try to wake him up. <laughs> The little bit of slapping that Selenar does, nothing happens at the moment. As you see to the, to your left and to your right, the first buildings that you see on your left, you see a you see a damn it. Let me look it up and make sure what I called it exactly because I don't want to get it wrong because I want to slap myself for calling it wrong. All right, well, while you're looking, how far are the buildings away from us? Uh, the first couple of buildings are only probably about let's just say like twenty five feet away from you. Oh, so, now, all right, so close. Yeah. yeah, very close. And then the alleyways in between the other buildings, the the alleyways are not that not that big. You know, maybe ten feet across. So to your left, you see a building that reads Dengens Goods, D E N D J E N S. And to your right, you see a place that says Do Saloon, and for some reason. Before you didn't notice, but you could hear a commotion within the Deuce Saloon. But also, you can hear a singular voice coming out of Dengen's Good. Wait, are we in the town now? Yeah, you you were in the town. You were oh, just. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's fine. You were just distracted by the snow and the green and the Yanti. So you were all. Okay. You weren't able to kind of take your surroundings. Like like I said, kind of in the beginning, like you could you can see some buildings as they go. And Perfect. then a tall building towards the end of the town, but you can't really tell what that is. All right, so this place, Dungeons and the Dew Saloon, are within... So, okay, my whole thing about carrying the Yonji was like, we have to take him to the town. But if we're yeah, like yeah, sort yeah. of on the outskirts, then we could probably take him to one of the places here and just be like, whose Yonji is this? Yeah, so, yeah, I would ask you then if, if you could... Would you be willing to, to carry him? Or, or we could, you know... Walk him between us. He already has him over his shoulders. Ah, yes. Okay. Or tries to. (laughs) Do you take the hand or leave the hand? 
Um, so he grabs the body and then Selenar bends down and picks up the hand. <laughs> we have the hand, of course. Okay. It, it's like, so the wrist is up, so he grabs it like he's shaking its hand. <laughs> <laughs> he, does, he does one of those things where he like, get, you know, does the fist bump and stuff yeah. like that. Hey, <laughs> like do a secret oh, handshake. Yeah. He, he grabs like a, like a, you know, like a little sack or a little bag, you know, out of his pack and like, you know, ties it up to his belt. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Where are you heading? Uh, I suggest we try the good store first. They are generally a fairly good place to glean information. It seems to be a commotion over there in the saloon, so probably the better bet would be Dungeons. I agree. <laughs> to Dungeons we go. Perhaps we could get you another water skin, since you have seemed to misplace. I forgot own. it. I just forgot it. Back at the back, back at Fear's End. Indeed. <laughs> yep. Okay. As you as you approach. Dengen's goods, you um, notice that the, dar- the, the, the door is ajar. And you is it hear a, a door vo- or is it ajar? Why yeah. would they make this door out of a jar? <laughs> oh boy, a bunch of comedians yeah. over here. Nah, nah, it's just dumb. <laughs> hey, I knew what I was getting into when I invited you guys. <laughs> so yeah, so the door is ajar and you hear a voice inside. Um, after you. Yes. Uh, make sure to bring him two, please. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. To get in, Cravoy would have to obviously bend down and break anything that's in the way by whipping. <laughs> yeah, you're trying trying not to forget about the Yanti and smacking its head against the side or anything. Like yeah, that. I don't, yeah, Cravoy probably. Yeah, he's trying, but not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So as you as you enter, you see um, basically like a counter you know you kind of go into this place it looks like there is a couple of tables off to the sides of the corners of when you come in the door and there's a couple of seats but you can tell that they've they must they must never be used because they're pushed so far against the front of this of this area that there's no would be difficult to sit unless you like moved everything you can tell that also there is some dust on things you walk up to a counter where someone should be waiting for you to provide you with goods, as the sign says, but all you hear is a bunch of rustling in the background, and you hear a voice kind of talking to themselves. So, uh, Selmar just goes, <clears throat> Dengen? Oh, who is this now? And he, he rustles up into the front and says, Oh, customers! Hello, my name is Jen Dungeon. Good Lord, I can't even say my own name. <laughs> my name is Dungeon. Welcome to my goods and apothecary. What can I do for your fine fellows? Oh, a yon tea. Haven't seen one of those in a very long time. Uh, what really? Is, what is going on with this one's hand? He refused to learn a lesson. <laughs> well, I guess I will not be as. Uh, forthcoming and as uh, unbecoming as this fellow. So how may I help you today? We need information first. Well, I don't know how much information I can give you, but I will try my best. What can I do for you fine fellows? Where are we? Well, you you are in Oval, of course. Yes, and how long have you been in 
oval. He liked those air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can, I've been here as long as I can remember. It's been a very long time, but I've been through a lot, sir. So, you know, don't mind me. I'm a little older now. So my mind has kind of gone and I would like you both to roll perception for me. 17. Uh, Nine. Okay. So Cravoy doesn't notice, but Selenar, because you are a person who loves to study not just human beings, but um, just everything itself, you notice that that uh, Denjin is an old elf. You can tell that he's weathered. He looks like a beaten, old, worn-out piece of leather. He's <laughs> been through a ton. If you actually look to his uh, left arm going from his hand all the way up to almost his elbow, you realize that it's crystallized in green. So he looks over to Cravoy and he kind of like gives a, a quick like shake of his head no. And then he turns back to Denjin and speaks in Elven and he says, the time for games has long passed. Please tell me what you know. He kind of furrows his brow and he says, I... I don't really know what you're talking about. Does he say in say it in Elvish or no? No, he talks in common. Okay, just because he Kravoy knows Elvish. Yeah, he he notices that. Well, actually, hmm. I feel like he probably responds in common, <clears throat> right? Like just player like meta thinking. You like, know what? No, I'm gonna say because n- both both of you aren't common. He would ne- he wouldn't do that. Unless, well, let's see. You guys, you spoke, did I speak first? I don't remember now. You did. Uh, Yeah. I did? I assume that he came out and spoke in common. Okay. That's why I specifically, when you said I noticed he was an elf, spoke to him in Elvin. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And Kravoy pretends he doesn't know Elvish. He just listens. Okay. Yeah, so he's, yeah, he just is like, I don't know the cut of your Jeff fellows, but I... I'm not really hiding anything, if that's what you're asking. Who who runs Oval? Uh, boy, depends upon who you ask. Me? I say that Proper runs the whole town, and she... It's very hard to explain. You'd almost have to talk to her. They're very, they're very much about keeping our town safe. And so far, I feel like they have. What was that word he said? Proper? Like, player player question. Proper. Proper. The proper? Okay. Uh, And do they live in the uh, tall building at the edge of town? You'll find her at the church, of course. Ah, yes, at the church. What goods do you have available here, if I may ask? Ooh, now this is what I like. Let's get down to business. Okay, here's what I have. I have some fine goblish mask. I have some dry moss. I have a glass eye. I have this bottle, but you'll have to ask me for more details. I have the crown. I have a potion of superiority. I have a potion of telepathy. (laughs) Cravoy clicks more details. (laughs) (laughs) About the... Are you asking about the bottle? Yeah, as long as that was in common, yeah, he would ask you about the bottle. Uh, nice. Okay, so this is a bottle of what I call melt, okay? So anytime you need to melt 
something that is glass-worthy, you use this on it, and it will melt it on contact. But be careful. Don't get it on you. Otherwise, you will melt through yourself. <laughs> Whoa, that, that's a little too existential for my mind to comprehend. And you can see uh, that, that the, bo- the bottle that he holds is a metal bottle. You cannot actually see what is inside of it. All right. What's the, what does the, superior, the potion of superiority do? Well, it is what it says. When you drink it, you will be superior in every way, and it will last you ten hours. Just every way? Every Every way. Every single way. That's right. You will be superior in intellect. You will be superior in strength, and you will be superior in speed. Whatever the mind can conjure up. Wowza. How much is your bottle of melt? Now, this one is quite rare. But business has not been as lucrative as has been in the past. So I will give it up for a measly seven gold pieces. Interesting. And and how how much area do you suppose this would melt if used all at once? All at once, you said? Yes. Boy. Now if I only knew dimensions, I could tell you. (laughs) Uh, Let's just say... Let's just say, if you had glass the size of a regular door, it would get rid of all of them. Oh, that could prove quite useful, if it is what you say it is. It is. I come with a money-back guarantee. I'd like to make an insight check. Yep. Yeah, how does... <laughs> Ooh, that's not great. Uh, eight, uh, 11, no. 11, yeah, 11. Seems legit. So he reaches into his purse. I don't... Like, we never discussed, like, gold stuff. Like, like character background creation. I've got, like, 25 gold pieces, so he, he paid some. Okay, sounds good. Oh, thank you very much, sir. No, thank you. I really hope it comes to your advantage. As do I. How much for the superiority stuff? For you, sir, it will be a four gold. For me? For what you, would it be for someone else? For someone else, it would be, it would be more. I really enjoy you. I, I love that you're carrying around this Yanti with a missing hand, just without a care in the world. I love it. I carry the... Listen. Okay. And he, he, he throws him for, for gold. I'll take your superiority potion. Let me get rid of my four gold. Can I actually do minus four? Okay. So he gives you the potion. And he says... Oh, much appreciated, says. Is there anything else I can do for you? So, yes, I want, I'm very curious about this Yuan-Ti. Have you ever seen something like this? this these six of these came at us. What, what is this? Six, Who you say? this to this Yuan-Ti? Six Yuan-Ti came at you. Yes. All right, can I... Because, because business has been very slow, I must ask. I have not seen you here before. Are you new? Oh, Yes. Very new. Okay, so I will tell you this because you guys are such good customers. There is a tale of the Yanti, the Yanti that, God, sorry. <coughs> this voice is hard to keep up. <coughs> okay. Um, there is a tale of the Yanti, the mass Yanti that have come through time and time again. But as for what they are here for, I do not know. So tell me. What experience have you had with them besides lopping off a hand? 
Well, how about the me- mechanized voice box? The what? Wait a minute. Do you show? Do you show them? Oh the yeah. Box? Oh yeah. I ripped. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking of ripping it out, but no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, no, no, good. It's, just, it, it's good. here. <laughs> Let's just say he doesn't notice it until now, and he's like, "Oh, that is interesting." I will tell you, I have not not heard very much of this yon, these yon tea. All that I've heard is that they come through. They will take something of worth and then disappear. Disappear to where? Do you have any idea? I don't know if you've seen, but this town is a nice, small town. We have a nice community here, and there's not many places for creatures to go, but for some reason, no one has been able to figure out where the auntie stay. Mm. Well, I mean, thanks for at least thinking about it. That's good information, though. So they're not in the town, as far as you know. I don't know if you can tell, but there is, as far as I know, there is no way out of this town. We've had lots of people come to visit, but ah. yet, yet I have seen no way to get out. Oh, yes, of course, the, the barrier. Yes, okay, all right. Um, yep, that's, yeah, okay. We're just going to keep holding on to this. You don't want to buy this, you want. No, we shouldn't sell it. We shouldn't sell the yuan tea. That would be bad, right? <clears throat> right? That would hey, be so bad we, to sell the yuan tea. Yeah, what's you want I I don't know what I would do if I bought a bought a yuan tea, but a yuan tea, but I just You have a cart? Can we buy a Do you have a cart? I I fortunately I don't. I Maybe you could wrap him around one of my tables and take him. You could do that if you could make something makeshift there. I would have to sell you the table. My tables are very good wood, and I wouldn't want to part without some kind of compensation. How much for a table? How about another three gold pieces, if you don't mind? Well, this potion of superiority is four gold for me, but this table of wood is three gold? I gave you a discount because I love the cut of your jib. I don't get a I don't get a jib discount for a table. How about this? How about I give you the table for free, but as your travels in the town further commence, if someone is in need of something, tell them to come to Dungeons. Oh, like sort of like a traveling billboard. I don't know where the billboard is, but yes. That sounds about right. It's it's this guy, Bill, back in Fear's End. He used to make boards. So I'm cool with that. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll tell everyone to come to Dungeons because you've been very helpful and you gave me a table for free. Tell them that our tables are quite sturdy. It looks very sturdy. I'm going to try to fashion some sort of a wagon-ish thing out of this. There's snow throughout this town, right? Out of character? There is, and it's it, like I said, it's about shin deep on Selenar. Okay, so, all right, all right, okay. So, just so you know what I'm going to, I'm going to try to make some sort of like a sled out of yep. the table, yeah. So that I don't have to carry the yuan tea and have to deal with like that whole encumbrance situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're, if you're doing a sled on the snow, I don't think you would have any problems. Okay, all right. I think Selenar maybe have a little bit more of a problem because he's not as strong and as big as you are, but you would do it just fine. Behold a sled. So I, I use prestidigitation. And so if the guy has like any sort of iconography in his sign for dungeons, poof, it appears on the guy's coat. Oh, dang. <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> it lasts for an hour and he says, 
will this be acceptable? On the Yanti? On his, on his coat, yeah. On his, on his <laughs> nice. Coat. Yeah. Well, boy, I tell you, am I excited of the fact that I actually would allowed you to have this table. Oh, my goodness. I'm so pleased. We will sing the praises of dungeons throughout Oval, which is a sentence I never thought I would ever say. I am pleased. Now get out of here so the GM can stop doing his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand your words, but your intention is clear. We leave. I have one last question, though. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just kidding. You can ask more questions if you want. <laughs> no more voices like that. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to talk in my regular voice and everyone else is going to have to just figure oh, it out. We missed our chance. So, do you head out? Yeah, I, I feel like we're probably standing on the porch and uh, I say, well, should we uh, go over to the uh, saloon then? Seems right. Yeah, sounds good to me. Uh, and he probably would drag the sledge table to oh. the uh, saloon. <laughs> Then one set of steps, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, boom, The other set of steps, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> No kidding. <laughs> Surprisingly, it doesn't wake up. So you head into the Deuce Saloon. As I said, there was quite the commotion as you head to, towards it. As you get a little closer, uh, one, of the, one of the windows on the top floor of the saloon is a, almost like a wooden window, and it's, it uh, opens, opens up. And a, a small female gnome comes flying out the window and f- slides kind of off. There's like a little uh, overhang and she rolls off of it and falls into the snow just to the left of Cravoy and Selenar. Oh my goodness. He and reaches into the snow and picks her up. Nice. You pick <laughs> her up and she, she kind of moves her legs kind of like Scooby-Doo style and like... Yeah. Are you okay? Her, and she kind of puts her... F- uh, fist and a kind of like put them up kind of thing, and you can you can smell the alcohol just just oh just yeah just good oh yeah she you can it just it smells like she's been drinking four days, and she's like oh you want some of this you want some of this oh, and, she, and, and she comes swipe it at you and because of your reach she can't hit you but she's yeah. still trying to <laughs> this is embarrassing for you. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing for me. Put me down and let's see how embarrassing for you it gets. No, I don't want to be I don't want my shins to be pummeled. No. She goes and she bites your wrist. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna I wanna I wanna try to keep my grip if I can. Okay, sounds good. Um boy, what would that even be? Strength, uh, kind of a strength. <laughs> constitution. Oh, constitution, maybe right? Yeah. Like, okay. Endurance. Good. Oh, I. Okay. Yep. Endurance check. <laughs> endurance. Okay. Jesus. Hold on. What is even my that? I think they actually did away with endurance. <laughs> yeah. There's no. It's probably just. Uh, yeah. There's no endurance. It would probably be something like religion. <laughs> no. So let's see. Uh, you're, you're holding on to them. Yeah, biting you. It'd probably be to be a strength check. Yeah, athletics or whatever. Yeah, let, actually, let's do a. Let's just do like a straight athletics up athletics. As I'm trying to like whip her around so she just <laughs> bite me. Nice. Let's just do it's a like straight cat. A straight strength yeah. check between the two of us. We'll both, both just do a regular roll. And strength. Whoever gets, okay. Yeah, whoever gets the highest wins out on that. Oh God. Uh, Thirteen. 
Yep, better than her. She only rolled a nine. So she this bites you. This is even more embarrassing for you. Ow! <laughs> Owie! <laughs> so just like a, you know, like a a light cat, light cat scratch on your wrist. You're irritated, but you're kind of like still holding her like, and she's just like, just let me go. Let have, me you go. All your, have you had all your shots? <laughs> like, I'll give you a shot. Now let me go. I'm not, oh, you'll buy, I'll take a shot. Are she, you done she, playing she around? Pa- she pauses and she goes, deal. What's your name? My name is Kremenar. Kremenar, are you going to try to bite my ankles and stuff? No, if you let me go, a shot it is. Insight check. Okay. Right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. Is she going to bite my shin? She, you wouldn't know any better. <laughs> All right. Ah, it's settled then. And he drops her in the snow. Nice. <laughs> she tries to kick you in the nuts. Oh, come on. <laughs> he punched her in the face. And just to let you know, that was not John's idea. I was going to do that anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to do athletics on you. Please, please do. Do I get to, what do I, am I doing like a, is it an opposed or is it against my AC? I'll just say against your AC. She doesn't do it. So she, she goes to kick you and she slips and falls into the, back into the snow. My God, you're just, you're just a walking embarrassment. How much have you had? She lays down and she's just like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Just leave me here. And she like falls asleep on the ground. That, but this is, that was a very interesting, Selenar, did you, what, what is happening right now? (laughs) It was quite enlightening. Hmm. Yep. And he just <laughs> turns and walks up the stairs into the saloon. <laughs> just kind of let whatever her name was just sort of like chill out. <laughs> and, he, and he elbows Zelenar. Ch- snow, chill out. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he, yep. So you walked ahead and you go to elbow and I'm not standing there. She's like, kind of like turn over. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So he grabs her like under the shoulders and pulls her up onto like the, so if it's like, <laughs> you know, raise, top of the Yuan-Ti. you know, <laughs> for collecting bodies. Um, like, you know, so if it's like the wooden, you know, porch, like in a Western town, like that raised sort of porch. So he just pulls her up out of the snow, assuming there's no snow. in the porch. Yeah. Like, let's just say like there's an overhang, the, let's just say that overhang that you saw is kind of covering the, you know, the patio or whatever you want to call it. And there is like, there's maybe a little dusting of snow because of like, you know, the the wind kind of blowing the snow, drifting the snow or whatever, but it's a good spot for her to just be there. Okay. Sounds and then good. he follows Kerboyan. Thanks for listening to And Justice for All, a D&D 5th edition campaign run by me, Kurt Omular, with John Haremza, as Selenar Eularian and John Neary as Gravoy Food Chaser Nola Kavea. Music and sound effects by BattleBards. Go to BattleBards.com to get great fantasy and sci-fi audio. Theme music by Mr. Snooze. To find out more about the theme music, check out our show notes. And thanks for listening.